I share that because I want everyone to know no matter where you're at at your fitness level, we meet you there. So keep that in mind if you ever want to join any of our fitness classes. Hello, and welcome back to the ERS Walk and Talk podcast. In this special two-part episode, I interviewed three incredible fitness instructors that have put together a virtual fitness platform to support state and higher education institution employees across the state of Texas. In this episode, you're going to hear from Jewel Smith from the Office of the Attorney General, Mackenzie McIntyre from the Texas Department of Transportation, and Rachel Shea from Alamo Colleges District. All of these ladies have been instrumental in building a virtual fitness platform that is available through WorkWell Texas under the Department of State Health Services. I wanted to let you all get to know these ladies and hear the passion they have for supporting health and well-being. And in this podcast, I asked them to share what they do for the state beyond teaching fitness classes, what types of classes they teach, and why they teach fitness classes in the first place. So I hope you enjoy getting to know these amazing people and hope this may encourage you to participate in some of these weekly fitness offerings so you can experience the benefits for yourself. So without further ado, here is the first part of my conversation with Jewel, Mackenzie, and Rachel. Here we go. All right. Welcome to the ERS Walk and Talk podcast. I am so excited to have three guests on the podcast today. We have Mackenzie McIntyre from TxDOT, Rachel Shea from Alamo Colleges, and Jewel Smith from the Office of the Attorney General. I'm going to let each one of these lovely ladies introduce themselves, and we'll go one at a time. So if you're listening, you can kind of get used to their voices and hear from our awesome guest today. Um, I wanted to start with Jewel. Jewel, can you talk a little bit about what you do for the state and how did you get into fitness instructing in the first place? Oh, my goodness. Thank you, first of all, Lacey, for having me. Um, I started doing fitness by a fluke. Uh, the person uh, that was teaching our fitness classes was retiring, and I kept searching for a fitness instructor, and they were all charging way too much money. So finally, I decided, oh, my goodness, it looks like it may have to be me because I knew I wasn't going to plan on charging employees. So after that, it just uh, started to become uh, something that was truly fun because I started with Zumba and I love to dance and I love to have fun. I do not have a dance background, but I just enjoy it. And um, that's kind of how I came into my role as wellness coordinator for the Office of the Attorney General. And I've been here for about 20 plus plus years and just enjoying it. <laughs> we don't have to give the exact number of years you've been there. Um, yeah. And you are in a new role now. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you do in addition to being the wellness coordinator and fitness instructor? Yes. I'm also the ombudsman for the Office of the Attorney General. I try my best to help employees solve workplace problems. And a lot of times the good thing about being an ombudsman and the wellness coordinator is that I help the two merge together by helping employees. If you're stressed out, go take a walk. If you haven't been outside in nature, you know, sometimes we need to get back in our rhythm by going outside. So I try to merge the two roles and just help employees maneuver through difficult situations in the workplace. So it's new, but I'm enjoying merging the two worlds of my favorite things of helping people. Yeah. So they are so interconnected. That's for sure. 
Uh, thank you so much, Joel. I'm going to skip over to Mackenzie, Mackenzie McIntyre from TechStot. Mackenzie, can you talk a little bit about what you do at TechStot and how you got into fitness instruction? Absolutely. So I um, have been at TechStop for about a year and a half, and I am um, a wellness program administrator there. And um, I actually was really involved in fitness before coming to TechStop. So I worked primarily in uh, the university setting. So I worked at the University of Kentucky and the uh, Xavier University as well, uh, running their campus rec program. So I really was heavy in the fitness before and kind of wanted to shift more into employee wellness. Um, and that's what I am doing currently in my role with TechStot. So, um, you know, teaching these virtual fitness classes statewide and being able to incorporate fitness into my job at TechStot is great because I still get that piece of what I really love. Um, in my um, current role while still doing the employee wellness piece of everything. So I really love teaching and just being able to connect with people through classes and fitness. So yeah, it's been a, a great run at TechStot so far, even though I'm still fairly new, but I'm loving it. So yeah. Yeah, we're so happy that you came to Texas and to TechStot. And you had a really interesting story. We met you via Zoom um, because you moved to Texas for this job in the middle of the pandemic, correct? Yeah, exactly. So I kind of started virtual. That was like, you know, the starting point for me at, at TechStot. And as far as getting to know the other agencies and other agency yeah. wellness coordinators, it's all been virtual. So now it's nice that I have seen some people in person and everything. Yeah. I know the first time I saw you in person, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we know each other, but yeah, just never seen you in person. Um, all right, Rachel Shea is our newest fitness instructor. And Rachel, can you talk a little bit about what you do with for Alamo Colleges and some of uh, how you got into fitness instruction? Yeah, so I am at Alamo Colleges District in San Antonio. So I've been here only four months, but I support the human resources department in building out the wellness programs, working with different vendors and really just kind of supporting employee wellness from, you know, the the mental health, the physical health, and then really that like workplace mental health wellness culture kind of support. So a little bit of everything. My background is psychology, but I had always been a, an athlete. And I found for me personally, you know, exercise helped my anxiety and, you know, things like that. And so when I decided to transition my career path from psychology. I wanted to be a little bit more proactive with people's overall health. And so got into teaching classes, personal training, and really just fell in love with watching people grow, not just physically. I mean, it's awesome watching people get stronger and have better endurance, but, you know, having people say, wow, I needed this today. Like I had a bad day or I have, you know, all this going on. And I just really needed that fitness outlet to kind of come out of a funk. Yes. For all of us. I mean, I think it's one of those things where you maybe don't realize how much you need it until you're in it. Like for me, about five minutes into a class, I'm like, oh, I feel better already. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, thank y'all so much. Let's talk a little bit about the formats that you, that you teach. Um, Jewel, can you talk about, you said that you teach Zumba. What, what other classes do you teach? Along with Zumba, I called Zumba the gateway drug <laughs> to everything else because then I started teaching strength training, 
I'm now teaching mobility as I age. So I just could do a gamut of stuff. And then my true favorite mode of teaching is aquatics. I teach water aerobics. It's a different demographics of individuals who may have uh, certain types of disabilities that are keeping them from doing certain things, but it's a good place to be no matter what your fitness level is because the water is so gentle and it's a great place to work out. So those are the items that I teach, but water is my favorite. <laughs> That's great. Mackenzie, what are you teaching? Uh, so right now I teach uh, strength and I also teach a foam rolling and stretching class um, for the virtual fitness schedule. I've taught some other stuff in the past. I've taught some cycling. I've taught some hit, but I really enjoy the strength and like foam rolling, stretching, anything that's around, you know, mobility and really just improving that day to day function. I talk about it all the time, but, you know, I had back surgery at a young age and um, while still being active. And so finding ways to still be active after that injury was really important for me. And so um, strength and that mobility piece are huge. And so that's where I found I can really connect with people and, you know, help them find ways they can move if they have injuries or, you know, maybe they're just new to fitness and they're trying to overcome that injury barrier to, you know, finding what works for them. So yeah, I really enjoy strength and uh, foam rolling, and I've kind of found my crew in that niche. So, yeah. For people who don't know what foam rolling is, I think it's still somewhat new-ish. A lot of people maybe don't know what that is. Can you explain foam rolling? Yeah. So um, foam rollers are kind of what they sound like. It's a big roll of foam um, <laughs> that you're going to roll your body on. Um, but really, it's a way to almost like a, a self-massage technique. Um, it helps to break up the myofascial tissue um, that lies around that kind of encapsulates your muscles. And so sometimes that tissue um, can tense up a little bit, um, especially if you've got certain movement patterns that you're doing repetitively throughout the day. Maybe you're working out a lot. Um, and so that can just cause tension or soreness in our bodies, as we all know. Um, and by using the foam roller to kind of apply some uh, pressure to those muscles into that fascia, it can help to uh, relieve some of that tension. So it's a great way to kind of start your day or include at the end of a workout, something like that. But it's very easy to do. Um, and foam rollers are very affordable. You could find them at um, really any like big box stores or Amazon, any place like that. So um, it's been great to introduce foam rolling to a lot of our um, state employees. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's helpful to have someone guide you through the process because mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable. And when someone's right. doing it with you, you stay on. You're like, yeah, you're like, is this right? Yeah. Is it supposed yeah. to hurt like this? Like, yeah. you know, how much tension should there be? You know, how much is too much? And so, yeah, it's nice to have a little bit of guidance when you're getting started. Yeah. I like to call it the poor man's massage therapist, right? Yeah. <laughs> I use mine yeah, all yeah. the time. So. Um, all right, Rachel, you want to talk about what formats you're teaching? Yeah, so I have been doing a fitness fusion class. Um, I've really taught a lot of different classes. The only things I really don't teach is anything that requires rhythm because I have absolutely none. Um, or aquatics because I am a horrible swimmer, even though I know it's not swimming. But anyway. So um, the Fitness Fusion is really a blend of a lot of different formats. So kickboxing, some bar, a little bit of Pilates, 
strength, just kind of a huge blend. So every day is really different. We're always getting that strength component, that cardio component and the stretching and mobility, but it just depends on kind of what flavor we want to add in. So like we've been doing a little bit of kickboxing with a little bit of strength and then, you know, finishing off with some different core challenges. But um, I'm a huge fan of just kind of moving our bodies in a lot of different ways. And, you know, something as simple as leg lifts, which are brutal, they hurt, but they feel great, you know, combining that with some more of those kind of powerhouse movements can be just overall really beneficial. And I think it kind of keeps our attention span going and it makes 30 minutes fly by. That's great. And it gives you that autonomy when you call it fitness fusion, you can kind of do it. You decide that day, you know, what you're feeling. So it makes a lot of sense. And I'm with you on the rhythm, Rachel. I don't have rhythm. This is why I always want to turn my camera off if I'm doing Zumba with Jewel. And uh, <laughs> you don't Nobody have to have to rhythm. You do you. That's my tagline. Do you. <laughs> Nobody needs to see that, Jewel. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I wanted to switch gears and talk a little bit about the virtual fitness platform, kind of how how we got here, because it's been an interesting journey to this point where we have this calendar, where we have virtual fitness classes. I think a lot of people still don't even know about this great resource. And I was hoping, Jewel, because you kind of started us off with this whole journey. Can you talk about how we got here? Yeah, this is a, this was an interesting journey. So I'll try to sum up three years really quick. But it started with COVID, as we all know, we couldn't go anywhere at first. And you know, I just kept calling different agencies. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you using? And the platforms, as we all know, uh, was a challenge. And then we started getting more familiar and testing different platforms with with ERS, other agencies. And then finally, we landed on Zoom like most people did. And then from there, once we mastered Zoom, we just pretty much started incorporating everyone else because we were all at home. And then once we came out of COVID, we started collaborating more. We started reaching out in a hybrid situation. We would be like, go into the conference room, turn us on virtually and share this information. Then we collaborated with TechStot and TechStot took us to another level by sharing their platform. And the collaboration has been amazing because now anyone in a state agency can join us, whether hybrid, in person, or if you want to be virtual. One of the things that I truly enjoy about this platform is that we can reach all the way out to far, far Texas here in Austin Areas where we couldn't have gone to in person, now we're bringing in everyone statewide. So, Lacey, it's been a huge success, and I just can't thank all the agencies and instructors enough because it's been amazing to work with DPS, ERS, TechSot, Alamo College. I mean, just the list goes on, but every wellness coordinator and state employee needs to know you can share this, and we also share it with retirees. And family members. So we open it up to everyone. Yeah. And it really is, it feels like a community, even though most people who attend our classes don't turn their cameras on, you're welcome to, you know, people are welcome to turn their cameras on, but most people leave them off and that's totally fine. But just through the chat, it has really felt like we built a community. We were talking about that a little bit um, before before I hit record. Um, can y'all talk about how 
as a fitness instructor, that community can be important. Um, I'm going to kick it over to Rachel for this question. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I, like I asked today was what is one of the highlights that this has brought to you? And everyone really said that, that team building, that camaraderie and, you know, fitness can be really challenging. Not every day is going to be your best workout. Maybe some days you're like, I really don't want to, I really just want to go to lunch and relax. But I think knowing you kind of have those other people that you've gotten to know and you've engaged with, even if it is just through the chat, it just adds that motivation when maybe you don't have, you don't have it otherwise. So I know, you know, really building that community, especially since COVID, we have kind of been all off in our own space and, you know, having that way, that kind of way to bring people together. I mean, even for me as an instructor, if I'm just having one of those stressful days and then coming into the group and, you know, people are like, I love this. Feel great. This is hard, but I love it. Like I really use that fuel to, you know, kind of reignite my passion for wellness and fitness and all of those things. So, I mean, I think it's just as beneficial for us instructors as it is for the people taking our classes. Cause I definitely feed off of that energy. Yeah, absolutely. Mackenzie, do you have any thoughts on that? I know you you have and we and everybody's classes are like followers. So can you talk a little about your experience and and what it's like building that community? Yeah, similar to what Rachel said. I mean, a lot of it really is like it motivates us because I mean, even though I'm the instructor and I know the importance of fitness and all of the things. I'll be sitting at my desk and I'm like, okay, I've got to teach in an hour. You know, I just want to sit here in my cozy little office chair and eat a little snack while I'm working and whatever. But then as soon as I get up and get moving and see everyone else on and that they've like, you know, they've taken the time out of their work day to, you know, stop what they're doing and show up for themselves and take my class. That's really, you know, motivating. And there is really a community that comes together in the chat and regular people that come back week after week. I know I've been teaching the classes for a little over a year now, and some of them have been in almost every single class for a year. Um, so that's just really awesome to see, you know, the dedication, um, and the consistency of all of our, you know, employees that attend. Uh, yeah, for sure. Jewel, do you have any thoughts on that? I know you've got a lot of, of regular followers that don't miss your classes. There, I call them all wellness champions. If there's ever a time I can't see the chat or I've got sweat in my eye or something like that, they're all there. And it's a huge connection that helps all of us. You know, like Rachel and Mackenzie said, the days that we don't feel like working out, just knowing that you're going to connect with them, we have fun together and you get moving. And that first five minutes, you're like, man, I'm so glad I showed up. So I want to thank all my wellness cha champions that help us out and support us and keep us motivated because, you know, there's some days where I'm like, I just want to go outside and I just want to snuggle with my puppy uh, during lunch. But, you know, just having this connection, it gets me up, it gets me moving, gets my mind more alert, especially when that two o'clock slump comes, you know, now when it hits on the days that I teach. I'm still wide awake and not having that slump. So it's been really good. Yeah, it's interesting. I hear all of you kind of talking about sometimes it's challenging as an instructor 
to muster the energy. And I'm a, you know, I've been teaching fitness for about 20 years now. And every single class I teach, I feel nervous before I step in front of a class. And I was wondering if y'all feel that same thing too. Is that like pre-class anxiety? Um, Does anyone else experience that? Oh, yes. (laughs) Every time. It never fails how many classes I've taught. I still get nervous. I don't know if it's, are people going to like it? How are they going to feel about it? But yeah, I mean, I get those like butterflies of, you know, right before. And then once I get started, especially with this group, they go away. Then all of a sudden I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, I'm in the group. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. You're always like, I'm so glad I did that. But right before you think, why did I decide to do this? <laughs> yeah. Jewel McKenzie, do y'all have that same pre, pre-class or, or have you overcome that? Oh, I definitely have it, especially when there's new moves. And I'll tell people, I get off beat. It's not the video. So if you see a lag, it's not the lag. It's truly I'm off beat or I forgot. <laughs> and I think it's we get nervous because we care. Yeah. We care about what we do. We care about our participants. And we want to make sure to deliver really good content. So I think it's a good, healthy emotion to be nervous because we truly care about, is this good? Is this going to help all fitness levels? So so now I don't look at my nervousness as a bad thing, but it's a good thing. And it reminds me that I truly care about the participants and the content that we're offering. Yeah. What a great way to frame it, Jewel, when we talk about mindset and mind shift. You are right on. Mackenzie, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think just, I mean, I I agree with everything that Rachel and Jewel said. And a lot of it is just, for me, it's in the planning. I'm like, I'm sitting there writing the workout and I'm like, what if they don't want to do this? Or what if they don't like this workout? You know, and, or what if it's too much like last week? And, you know, because now we've been teaching for so long and we do do strength and we, we have dumbbells, you know, at least for my class. So there's only so much we can do, you know, we don't have equipment and stuff like that. So I'm like, are they going to feel like it's repetitive? And, you know, I think all those things in my head and then we get to class and they're in the chat, like, this is the best workout ever. This is amazing. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I overthink it for sure. And they're always, you know, so grateful and enjoy the workout. So then, you know, I just remind myself what it's all about. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I am so grateful for all of you for, leaning into that discomfort and continuing to support our state workforce um, through this platform. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, some motivational stories. I know that when you've been doing this for long enough, you probably have some really inspiring stories of people that you've been able to help support. Um, Jewel, can you talk about, I'm going to start with you on this one. Can you talk about maybe a a story or someone you, you have inspired through your fitness instruction? I think really, Lacey, you know, there's so many stories, you know, uh, our group is always so happy to share and we appreciate the stories because, again, it keeps us motivated. But the one that sticks with me most is uh, a a young lady who emailed me and said she was um, over 400 pounds and she couldn't stand and she was bound by the chair and she stuck with us and She kept working out with us. We give modifications for the chair and for standing. And she sent me an email the first year that she was only in the chair. Then she sent me an email the second year and told me she was standing. And that just really touched my heart. And I tell you, I weep because, you know, like we all said, we put so much into this content that we offer 
to know that our content impacted somebody's life and their abilities and their mobility to get up out of a chair. So that's really the main story that sticks with me, but there's a ton of them. And I share that because I want everyone to know, no matter where you're at, at your fitness level, we meet you there. So keep that in mind if you ever want to join any of our fitness classes. Yeah, that's so great, Jewel. And I know you said the other day when we were getting ready for a class, you said, I always think about my mom whenever yes. I'm whenever I'm doing my preparation because your mom um, has some mobility issues and you like to keep you know, her in top of mind. And I think that's such a lovely approach to fitness instruction. Um, Can you kind of talk about how you do that? Yeah, my mom, I love her to death. She doesn't like to work out. (laughs) And I admit I started the same way too. So I always think, what can I do to make this fun? Because, you know, my mom, as she's gotten older, she's always been on the go. But now, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves and meet ourselves where we're at. And so not everyone can just bounce right up. You know, even now I find myself holding on to the chair to lift up, you know. So that's one of the things I think about whenever I'm doing my class layout. Is this person in the chair and which format is going to be the best way for them to move and to help them move and get stronger. So uh, yeah, my mom's my huge inspiration, even though she doesn't like to work out and she knows I'll call and check in with her and she gets a text saying, hey, class is about to start. And she just (laughs) grumbles, but she shows up. (laughs) Uh, She's been our biggest supporter. (laughs) Love your mom. All right. That will wrap up part one of this two-part episode. We're going to be back next week to hear how Mackenzie and Rachel have been inspired by their class participants. And we'll also talk about the importance of strength training and more ways you can get involved with our virtual fitness classes. If you didn't know about this resource before, you can find the full calendar of events through our show notes. And if you're already a participant in these virtual fitness classes, please consider sharing this information with someone that may not know about it so we can continue to build this awesome community. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Be well, everyone, and take care.